What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of Press Y, the sequel to episode one. My name is Kelton Burns. And my name is Cameron Donahoe. Another round of news for you guys. Another uh, another buffet. I'm going to start us off with some more legal news because it's just the f- fun stuff. It's like, you know, get the dinner out of the way. Yeah, light fare, little appetizer. Yeah. So in Europe, the Council of the European Union has announced a new regulation that forces all devices, including handheld gaming consoles, to come with replaceable batteries by 2027. This 2027 timeframe is is meant to give sufficient time for the people, the these companies, to adapt the design of their products to this requirement. The brief outline of this would look like a portable battery that's considered readily amo- removable by the end user, where it can be removed from a product with the use of commercially available tools without requiring the use of specialized tools unless provided free of charge with the product. The replaceable battery regulation is part of the EU's shift towards sustainability due to batteries being critical to the decarbonization process. This most likely won't affect any current handheld consoles or the recently announced ones, but will likely affect whatever the successors are to consoles like the Switch or uh, the Valve Steam Deck, Sony's Project Q. So yeah, replaceable batteries, Cameron. This is just like kind of like the USB-C. That's pretty neat, I think. we That way you can maintain your your stuff rather than paying millions of dollars to have some some psychopath make a PS Vita for you for <laughs> a billion dollars. I think that's pretty neat. What world are you living in? Are you having some maniac build you a Vita? I mean, any world where you want to buy a Vita nowadays. Have you tried to buy a Vita nowadays? It's like no. $1,000. It's fucking insane. Wow. <laughs> the, the price of Vitas is way too high. <laughs> yeah. I think this is cool. My Switch dies so fast i don't know about your switch my switch is Mine? like my switch is decent like i can play on it for a couple hours like three or four hours i feel like mine lasts like 90 minutes you gotta stop leaving your switch out in the sun and throwing it downstairs and stuff i guess i don't know how to tell you buddy dude all right well moving forward <laughs> into the next headline xbox live is being phased out after 20 years Microsoft has announced that Xbox Live Gold is ending on September 14th and is going to be replaced by Game Pass Core, which Microsoft described as an evolution of Gold. Core will include access to online multiplayer and give subscribers a collection of over 25 games to play for $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year, pretty similar to Xbox Live Gold was. Beginning September 14th, all Xbox Live Gold members will automatically become Game Pass Core members. And with this switch, Games with Gold, the two games free games a month is coming to an end and instead you will have access to that that core group of 25 games and microsoft said they will add more games to the core games list two to three times a year that's cool um i think this has been a long time coming games gold has been slowly dying and it's been getting sadder and sadder with each new games for gold it's been like, oh man, thanks for Gex. I appreciate that. <laughs> Games for Gold. I appreciate that, man. That's really sick. Man, Xbox Live Gold. I remember just 
begging and scrounging to get my Xbox Live Gold when I was in middle school. Yeah, man, Xbox Live Gold. It wasn't always so sad and depressing. So like, back, back there were some like Microsoft fun points? releases on there. Do you remember Microsoft Points? I do remember Microsoft Points. The sixteen hundred Microsoft Point card. I invested all my money into Microsoft Points, and now look at me. Look at you. <laughs> Dude, so we were talking about Apex Legends last week, and I'm curious, how much money do you think you've spent on Apex Coins? I've I've spent... It's kind of shitty, because I bounce between uh, console and PC, and there's not a whole lot of... There's, like, all your shit doesn't carry over. So I've spent probably, like, $100 on Apex Coins. Um, Dude, funny you I, mentioned that, because, like, this is not a, an official headline, but... I follow a lot of Apex leakers on Twitter, and like that's where I get a lot of my uh, Apex information. And Ooh, the forbidden we're gonna, intel. We're gonna be uh, supposedly rumors are building that cross uh, progression is coming. But if for those of you like you who have two accounts on PC and console, you will have to choose one and then wipe the other one to merge your accounts. So for a player like me who has avoided playing on PC this whole time because I didn't want to lose all the shit I have on console, this is great because now I can start playing on PC and hop back and forth and have all my shit on both sides. But for a lot of players who weren't able to do that and eventually did hop between, they have like a hard choice of either continuing to play on two profiles or wiping one and just choosing to go with one. A real gamer's Sophie's choice here. Yep. <laughs> what You think you're going to... You're gonna wipe one. What are you gonna do, Cameron? I mean, I definitely am. I uh, I I think there's one where I just have significantly. I kind of fucked myself for this specific scenario because, like, I like bought a lot of them, a lot of the legends for uh on like my Xbox account, and then on my PC account, I bought other champions because, like, oh, if I want to play other cha- or other legends or whatever, then I'll just go to my Xbox account. So if I wipe one of them, I, I no matter who I choose, I'm wiping a significant portion of the legends. You know what I mean? Are you spending real money on the legends? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I that's wild. Like occasionally, like I not always, but like a good a good like five legends I've spent money on. I don't really give a I fuck have about skins. Always man. had so much of the earnable red currency that I can just buy every legend right as they come out. Well, do you? Have, I don't have like the fucking the pass or whatever, so I don't know if that makes. Oh, it so... you don't buy the battle passes? No, 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 no. Uh, you get the red currency just from leveling up. Well, I mean, uh, what sorry, level are man. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not as good at Apex as you, buddy. I don't. I don't, even, I don't think it comes down to the skill thing, because I'm not claiming to be that good. I think I just, I probably just play more, probably. Because yeah, but I mean, on the money side of things, I've probably spent. I mean, I've definitely spent much, much more than you have. Give me a give me a ballpark. <laughs> a ballpark, bro. Yeah. If I was to guess, over the four four years that Apex's Legends has been out, I would probably guess that I'm somewhere in the six hundred mark. Damn. That's Damn. <laughs> that's pretty fucking wild, man. I don't think I've ever spent six hundred dollars. I mean, do you count like Magic the Gathering cards as like a game? Because I've spent yeah, I would. I've spent probably like close to thousands of dollars on magic the gathering cards i think so, there's only I, like maybe five games i've spent over 500 on what are they what are they probably uh probably uh league of legends 
when I was in high school. Uh, Fortnite, Apex Legends, I probably Call of Duty. I don't know, not on a single Call of Duty, but what I do guess... you even spend money on Call of Duty for? Um, skins, map packs. Right. I I mean, like I understand like DLC and stuff, but like, is there even like a big skin community for Call of Duty? I feel like I've spent a decent amount of money, but not maybe like a couple hundred on Overwatch. Fair enough. I think that, yeah. Cool, cool, baby. Those games, man, they just, they get you sucked in. You just want your character to look cool. The the sucking ability of those games is wild. Maybe if your character looks cooler, you'll just perform better. That is true. Does, uh, so like, were there even skins in Call of Duty? Because like the last, like I strictly remember dudes like, just a bunch of beefy military guys, and that was fucking it. Like, I don't think there was any kind of different... Like, did you just like, oh, I want to pay $15 so my ripped commando will be wearing a beanie instead of just... Skins came into play, I don't remember when, but uh, it's been a while now. But you can... A lot of the Call of Duty skins are pretty lame, but some of them are, like, wild. Like, the, you could play as the little clown from uh, from Saw. What you could fuck? play as That's the such armored a huge Titan. Jump. From Attack on Titan. You can play as Snoop Dogg. Dude, that's rad. <laughs> yeah, they have they have they've had some wild collaborations. That is and most cool. of those are uh for Warzone, which I've never really played. Right, 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 right. But yeah, awesome. Cool, cool. Just a little side tangent there. Next up, U- Ubisoft has announced that an Invincible game is coming. The the Amazon Invincible animated show. I'm sh- have you seen it, Cameron? Yeah, dude, I really I thoroughly enjoyed it. But this game you probably won't be that excited for because it is going to be a free-to-play mobile idle RPG. Oh, oh yeah, baby. That's what the people want. The Thank game. you, Ubisoft. You've been so good to us. <laughs> Titled Invincible Guarding the Globe. You can pre-register now. You'll get some rewards whenever it releases if you pre-register. Who the fuck it, is this for, man? It's set to release soon and kind of be like, you know, help build the hype for season two. They're tapping into the real market with this one, my guy. I, I mean, mobile idol RPGs are like some of the most popular <laughs> mobile games. Yeah, you don't even have I guess. To play them. But like for specifically Invincible, I feel like this is just like way, 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 way too niche to, to be ever successful. Like it sounds like they're making this game in a panicked rush before the second season comes out. Like, they're like, what are ways that we can help support the show? And they're like, I don't fucking know. Make an idle RPG. I, but why not an idle RPG? Yeah, I guess idle RPGs are pretty formulaic. So, probably easy to throw one of those together. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, I've never done it, so who knows? But it, it seems like a lot less moving parts than a fucking open world RPG or something. And now I got a bunch of Activision Blizzard news. Yes. World of Warcraft is coming up on its 19th anniversary, and it has a potential Fortnite collaboration in the works, with several Fortnite-related abilities and characters being added into the public test realm, which is like the, you know, they test things before they hit the main game. So those were all found in the patch notes. That's causing uh, some drama, because, I I, I don't know, both those games, I guess, have negative reputations right now. But, you know, they might be collaborating. World of Warcraft isn't known for that much collaboration but maybe they're trying to pull in some uh, younger players sweet hell yeah also blizzard on the topic of blizzard blizzard games are coming to steam 
You'll still need a Battle.net account to play them, but starting with Overwatch 2 on August 10th, Overwatch 2 will be on Steam. This news did come the same day that Activision Blizzard's earning report was released, which revealed that Overwatch 2's engagement and player investment have declined sequentially since it released. So, you know, maybe they're putting on Steam to draw some players back in. Activision did say after putting Call of Duty back on Steam, or I guess Microsoft revealed this during the FTC trial, that that whole taking Call of Duty off of Steam ended up being considered a failure, and they put it back on Steam. I think that's actually a a really uh, unique way about going about trying to, like, breathe some life into this game. I mean, obviously, you could just... Like, what are the the big problems that people are having with it? It's just, like, way too similar to the last Overwatch game? Is that what it is? So I haven't personally played it, but from everything I've heard from people I know who have played it and some reviews that I've watched, uh, it ended up not having a lot of content that was promised. Right, the campaign. And they made the game free-to-play, which, you know, brought in more aggressive microtransactions and the changes to some characters weren't welcomed by some people and i don't know it does it just doesn't sound it sounds like they slapped a two on there but it's really the you know it really just got like an update yeah i mean like i feel like this whole steam uh thing is gonna stem the bleeding a little bit but i think so i mean ideally hopefully it's just to give them more time to deliver on the things they promised like maybe this is a desperate attempt to give them more time to work on the campaign. Who knows? Who knows? I th- I'm pretty sure they just announced that they're um, after they delayed the PVE content several times that it's just fully canceled. <laughs> just fucking go- we're just giving up on that. Yeah, that is some, wild. Some like that. Imagine thing if Naughty was Dog like... was making The Last of Us and they're talking about how great the campaign is, and they just ended up just releasing the multiplayer and being like, "Sorry, guys." It's just uh it's just not in the works, okay. It's also wild because Overwatch went through like such a uh uh content drought and they were like, Well, we're working on Overwatch two guys, sorry, so you know, it's just gonna just give us a minute to work on Overwatch two and then you guys will start getting content again but for night now like you're gonna go through a couple of years of not getting a lot of content. And it was like, Okay, well they're working on this big PvE thing and it's like, Okay, well we didn't actually end up getting anything like that and now Overwatch two is so we just went through that big drought for like not the most significantly game-changing update but yeah that's a whole rabbit hole man overwatch 2 but that's that's why i didn't it did not end up picking up overwatch 2 but i have been thinking about picking up back up one of the old call of duties because apparently activision just recently fixed all of the old call of duty servers which had some issues that were preventing players from playing online so a bunch of xbox 360 ps3 era cods like black ops 2 modern warfare 2 all those had their servers come back online and an influx of players hit these came on went viral across some gaming communities online so even like black ops 2 saw a player count of over 10,000 over the last few days dude let's go hell yeah yeah so people are getting back on those old cods and enjoying them and i mean honestly it sounds like a fun time sounds like a little hit of nostalgia like honestly i am a huge proprietor of i think specifically call of duty i think every call of duty server should I don't know how realistic this is to like maintain a Call of Duty server, but I think that they should all stay up. I I think they're like there's such a huge player base for it that like I think they would 
I think they're worth maintaining, you know? It's like, or maybe just do like the big ones, like old Modern <laughs> Warfare 2, Black Ops 2, uh, maybe the first Modern Warfare, you know? I think all the all the hitters should all have an active server. That way, I don't know. Those those games are just fucking iconic, and clearly a lot of people want to play them, considering how many times they've remade them. I have this fantasy of being do tell like an old geezer who just gets off work and he comes home to his dog that he lives alone with, and he gets on an old Call of Duty like Modern Warfare Two, and you know, there's only like Fifty to one hundred players active, usually, mm. and you just see the same players every day that you get off work and you go, <laughs> you go like fight them again. You're like, all right, like I'm sitting down with Shadow XXXX, and here we go for the, you know, fourth month in a row. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him this time. I've learned his attack patterns. Like, I've so learned, yeah, that's I've learned his attack patterns like a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> yeah, just like a Dark Souls. <laughs> and boss. his like, decaying old man brain just cannot <laughs> adapt whatsoever. <laughs> Pick up your Akimbo Model 18s, gamers. <laughs> Let's ride. Like these are my fellow gamers. These little scragglers who can't like go Modern Warfare 2. What a fucking rogues gallery, man. <laughs> um, I I do think that in like one of the best things that Call of Duty like additions that uh Call of Duty ever had was the Akimbo perk. Where you could just put own two, you could run around with two of like pretty much any gun, and so you could just run around with two fucking old timey shotguns that you that are oh, yeah. lever action and you reload by just they just leave and flip and then shoot it again. Oh my yeah. god, never never has a game ever been more satisfying than running around Modern Warfare Two with two fucking cowboy shotguns. Dude, and if you like shot him like offbeat, like one at a time, you just constantly be like spinning one while you're shooting the other. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. Oh my god, like a true cowboy gunslinger. That's how they did it back in the day. <laughs> That's how they did it. <laughs> they would get they set up for a duel, and each person would take out their two shotguns in each hand. You'd be or, running around a building hunting for a guy, and he's laying on the ground. In the next room, fucking waiting for you, spinning your shotguns. <laughs> so, what games have you been playing this week, Cameron? Oh man, I've been, uh, I've been getting into, uh, I'm, I've been kind of pouring into my, like, uh, Game Pass backlog a little bit, and I've been playing some Senua's Sacrifice, some Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Nice, nice. And that is very good. It's a very intense game, but it's very, very, very good. Um, and I've been playing the shit out of Deathloop. And oh nice, fun my game. goodness, man. I love Arcane, and Deathloop is like just like peak Arcane. This Arcane going sicko mode in the studio. Uh, it is, it's very, very good. It's mechanically interesting. The, the powers are super interesting, just like the... Uh, very reminiscent of the Dishonored games. Uh, the gunplay feels really snappy, which I was worried about because, like, a lot of... I mean, I've only really played the Dishonored games, and, I mean, the, the gunplay is not terrible, but, like, it's mostly all gunplay in uh, Deathloop. Uh, and it holds up super fucking well. And all the guns are really interesting. All the spells or powers are really interesting in the 
the story is complex and fun to flesh out and I don't know, man. I, I it's been a while since I've had this fun with like this much fun with the the death mechanics and uh, like the story of a game, you know. I I also loved Deathloop. Great game. Yes, I agree. I and I'm all. I'm, it's also it makes it more confusing that Arcane went from such great heights with Deathloop to Redfall. I haven't. I mean, disaster. I never played Redfall, and it looks good. Do you know like what? Why it was such a colossal failure in comparison the to all the gameplay other games. design was terrible the story was really terrible and it had just like a slew of technical problems at launch well that's a bummer yeah yeah big bummer but but Deathloop is great have you played prey uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Prey's prey wonderful. is awesome yeah well, hell yeah apparently the uh the prey there's like a prey uh a similar game mode in prey where you're like doing a, essentially like the death loop thing where you're like trying to get future resources and information during certain life cycles and like the map like changes every time you die and uh apparently it's a it's it's very much so worth looking into if you like death loop then you should check out that little game mode in prey it's, it's called moon crash um nice. definitely worth a look uh, if you enjoyed Deathloop a lot. Hell yeah. I have been getting my, well, besides my time with Final Fantasy 16, which I'm still just chugging away on. I'm going to finish that game at some point. I've been playing Dave the Diver, dude. <laughs> Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver is an indie game. From from my perspective, at least, it came out of nowhere. Apparently, it released in early access last October, but saw its official release on June 28th for PC and Mac. I believe a Switch port is in the works it's from a developer mint rocket it's their first game they're a south korean developer dave the diver man is so much fun it's just a beautiful game there and there's so much to do like how how dave the diver works is during the day you dive into the ocean you catch fish you fight sharks and monsters you find treasure you do little missions for various different people trying to find things you're building things you're uncovering ancient sea people's civilization and there's a whole mystery there and then that's only half the game because the other half of the game during the nighttime you operate a sushi restaurant and this operating of the sushi restaurant i cannot stress enough is almost more enjoyable than the exploration aspect and for me that's like that was a big surprise, but you get a higher cooks, you get a higher waitresses, you get to be running orders yourself, you're pouring tea, you're upgrading the benches and different decorations, you're upgrading the menu, you control what's on the menu, you're upgrading, you got food critics coming in, there's an Instagram app where people review and post pictures of your food. Oh my god, it's just <laughs> so in it's depth. so fleshed out, there's so much. And like I, I'm only touching on like the surface of not even everything that's available. Like Dave the Diver is really cool, and I really think that uh, you should. If anyone out there is listening, and it sounds even slightly interesting, just go watch a video or watch a trailer, and just give it a look because it, it, it's worth it, man. It's only twenty bucks too, so you know. Yeah, when when I first saw the trailer for this game, it looks like wildly ambitious. And when I saw the amount of like, uh, I guess like gameplay styles that they're introducing, it really made me feel like they're biting off more than they can chew, especially since they're a new developer. And I I I was really worried that like 
maybe you'd be spending a lot of time doing the diving or something and the diving wasn't as good because they spent too much time on the like the business management of it all but yeah, from what i've heard silly. like they just do it all really well so i'm really excited to pick up this game like it reminds me of when you see a gofundme and it's like our game's gonna have this 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 and you're like oh man it's really ambitious yeah um but this game has all those things it's already out it's already completed those things are already all there like just just awesome little game another indie game that I've been playing by from Sad Owl Games. This this game called Viewfinder was released July 17th on Steam and PlayStation. Viewfinder is really cool. It's not it's a it's more akin to like Portal, I guess, in terms of like it's a puzzle game, first person, it's length, you can beat it in an evening. But Viewfinder, I can't even I don't even know how to describe this with words, but it reminds me of those TikToks you see where someone holds up like an image to something and then they move and that image like morphs into the environment and be and everything that you saw in the image is suddenly 3D inside the world that you're yeah. in. So like, it's all about held perspective. Up a, yeah, if you held up a staircase to like a wall and then you like set it there and you move, that staircase is now going to be like in the world and you can now walk up it to get up the wall. So like they just take the idea and they run with it and it's lord this looks sick yeah viewfinder is really cool hell yeah i am a sucker for a puzzle game with a very interesting mechanic like one of my favorite games is portal uh i i wow god what is the fucking there's another puzzle game where they they play with like scale and depth and very similar to this where like you'll like hold something up and because it's close to you it'll be like way bigger i think it's subliminal dude that uh super is it super liminal or whatever yes yes every time I, i've brought up viewfinder to recommend it to someone they always bring up super liminal yeah i it's a very similar uh gameplay style where you like play with perspective and they do they just run with it in very clever ways so I'm, I really like Superliminal, and so I'm definitely going to check out Viewfinder. This seems like a great, great pick, as well as just the art style is very pretty and seems like a calming experience in general. Well, I think that wraps up our uh, our week. I actually have uh, one more piece of news for those, uh, those true Witcher fans out there. Um, the Witcher 3 on the Nintendo Switch is getting a next-gen update through <laughs> means of a patch, guys. That's that's huge. That's huge. The, us Switchers are finally getting our time in the sun for the people who've been waiting to play The Witcher 3 on, on Nintendo Switch to the fullest of its capabilities. You can wow. finally play it, baby. It's time. That's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> the, fucking next level right the there. The wait is over, guys. You can come out of your dungeons there's no <laughs> there's no no means of getting spoiled now. You just play as much Switcher as you want, man. Another thing I forgot I wanted to touch on is that Pokemon Sleep is finally being released regionally. It hasn't hit the US yet, but it has hit Europe. I've been waiting for Pokemon Sleep since it was announced in like 2019. What dude. the fuck does Pokemon Sleep mean? 
Pokemon Sleep is an app on your phone that tracks your sleep. So, like, you tell it when you're going to go to sleep. It sets an alarm 30 minutes before you go to sleep. It, it lets you know, like, hey, you're going to you're supposed to go to sleep in 30 minutes. And then, like, when you wake up, you go on the app, let it know you woke up. While you're sleeping, you're catching Pokemon, and you have a chance to catch Shinies. Like, there's a whole system built in. It's it's all it's an app designed around trying to promote you getting a healthy night's sleep and helping you do that by incentivizing good sleep through Pokemon catching. Okay, I'm not going to lie. If this was literally anything but Pokemon, the, this would not work for me. I've tried the apps, tried a million of them. I just don't give a shit. But if I can catch Pokemon and evolve Pokemon, I might. <laughs> it's sad that this is what I need to just live a healthy lifestyle. But I think this would actually give me what I need, like the, the proper motivation to actually go to bed hell yes i love this when this game was announced it was announced at the same time as pokemon smile and i actually played pokemon smile when it was released for like four months and that was a pretty fun game and that one's all designed around brushing your teeth and you have to brush your teeth in front of the camera and if you do a good enough job brushing your teeth in the two minute time limit or whatever then like you can catch better and more rare pokemon and that was a kind of a fun game. Yeah, fuck that. That sounds that but, sounds stupid as hell. But Pokemon Sleep, man, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's almost here. Pokemon Smile also really felt like a game aimed at a four-year-old. What? Sleep? And it probably is. Pokemon Smile. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, I would be yeah, surprised yeah. if Sleep is also similarly, like, you know. Yeah, but dude. We'll see. Where's, can you, like, nuzlocke the Pokemon? Is there any hardcore game modes in Pokemon Sleep? Oh, wait. It looks like Pokemon Sleep has been released. It has one review. I'm going to download this right now. It has one review. There's no way it's released. Oh, wait. Release date, July 9th. Literally literally today. All right. Awesome, guys. Well, I'm going to catch you guys on the next episode of Press Y next week. Me and Cameron will be back. For now, I'm going to go play Pokemon Sleep. Yeah. Um, I am going to go play uh, Pokemon Eat and uh, Pokemon Chat with Friends and pokemon go to bed at 4 a.m that's my goal that's a couple of dlcs for you to pokemon sleep all right camera well enjoy your uh enjoy your games dude thanks man you too buddy